truth is not an actual thing. It's just the ridding yourself of bullshit. So you don't have to act truthful. <laughs> you just rid yourself of bullshit. My name's Lee Foster, and I'm an actor living and working in Chicago. My career is going well, but I know I have a long way to go. I'm determined to become a great actor. If you are too, I hope you'll follow me as I search for the advice and experiences that will help accomplish that goal. This is action. On this episode, acting teacher and author Ron Morosco. I got to know Ron after reading his book, Notes to an Actor. It's a brilliantly simple, easy-to-apply collection of notes on acting. That's it. It has a perfect 5 out of 5 stars on Amazon, and Kirk Douglas said, I think this is the best book on acting I've ever read. Ron Morosco studied acting at the Moscow Art Theater, has a Bachelor of Art from Fordham University, and a Master's of Art and Ph.D. in theater from UCLA. He's currently a professor of theater at Loyola Marymount University in Los Angeles. He continues to act in TV, feature films, and theater, and his list of credits is a mile long. After finishing notes to an actor, I felt the need to thank the man who wrote it, so I found his number and I called him. We ended up talking shop for an hour and a half, and he offered me a little advice on two auditions I had the following day, one for a national commercial, the other for the TV show Empire on Fox. I thanked him and said goodbye, and the next day, I followed his advice, and I booked them both. This episode is part two of The Essential Skills of Acting. We as Americans, you know, Americans think of themselves as very body, body, body. We are athletic, but we're also very, very weird sexually and hung up. And let me give you an example. If there's a room, so we walk into an empty theater, okay, and uh, we're there for an acting class. And you're in first. And I say, hi, nice to meet you. And I sit down. If I sit in the chair right next to you, that's going to be weird for you. I will keep a chair between us. That's what Americans do. Right. Go to an airport. You can see the way a family that's not American, they all kind of sit all mushed together, all huddled, kind of hanging all over each other. Americans are athletic, and we love to be active, but we are not intimate. Physically, we're not at all. We always keep our own space. And we still keep that thing with us when we act. We're not used to being in the, you know, literally in, in, in the soup with somebody. When I studied at the Moscow Art Theater, the rooms were tiny. And like people would just be like all mushed together. I was driven crazy in Russia because everybody stood so close when they talked to you. Like they'd be like right in your face and they'd be talking and you'd be like, oh my God, just wish I'd step back a little bit. And that's an American problem because Americans are very, very weird about uh, personal space. We keep a kind of force field around us, a moat. Mm-hmm. And so that's a hard thing because it's a cultural thing. We're athletic. We love to hop and jump and run and every fucking commercial, they're on a jet ski or some bloody thing. So we love to be sporty, but that's not intimate. And unfortunately, in an awful lot of acting training, you are really being kind of sporty in an acting way. So you're hopping, you're jumping, you're throwing a beach ball. There's somebody I know that always uses a beach ball when she teaches acting, and I used to say, I wouldn't use a beach ball if I was at a fucking beach, let alone acting, but whatever. So there's a lot of this hopping and jumping and stuff, but that doesn't help intimacy. Try that. Now, just imagine this. I say to you, Okay, here's how I'd like you to do a warm-up. Ophelia, stand next to Gertrude. Look at Gertrude. 
And all I want you to do is just lightly touch Gertrude's face. Now, that moment, there's an intimacy, there's an awkwardness, there's a mixing of molecules, there's an opening that's got to happen to be able to just have two human beings, one, touch another person's face. To stand in a circle and make a lot of noise and go running and jumping, that's very American, but that's not our problem. Our problem is not energy. Our problem is intimacy. Americans have trouble being physically intimate. And by intimacy, I'm not just talking about sexually, because almost all acting requires tremendous physical intimacy. Look, if I'm holding a gun on you, there's tremendous intimacy. Yeah. If I'm a judge and I'm about to tell you what's going to happen and where you're going to jail, we are naked and intimate. Yep. If I'm a doctor giving you the x-rays, we are intimate. And most great scenes have a physical intimacy that Americans are not comfortable with. They're much more comfortable with um, athleticism of some kind or another. And so that ability to say, I'm not going to be athletic. I'm going to be in that moment. I'm going to be open to this person. I'm going to share the air with them. I'm going to match my tone with them. I'm going to be a person. Even though everything in me is trying to say, cover yourself, protect yourself, don't be naked. It's a nerve-wracking situation. To be great, that's what you got to do. And it's an odd, it's an odd talent, like I said, but... When humanity's flowing, look, you always know how to say the line. You know how to do the blocking. You know how to pace it. It all falls into place beautifully. Now, is this something that you have to practice in your everyday life all the time? Um, I don't know because I think, I mean, I don't think actors have to be, I'm not a, wouldn't call myself an especially virtuous person. I just know what I'm trying to get at, you know. Um, it's like a writer. A writer goes through the world saying, hmm, i got to notice shit. You know, Henry James said, a writer is someone on whom nothing is lost. And you always have to notice those things that stimulate you and make you feel human, whatever that is. And it's rarely something that's kind of, you know, logical. It's usually some, and it may be weird. It may be kind of a little off. You know, that you may say, oh, well, I, you know, before I go out as Hamlet, I have to listen to a Willie Nelson song, which has nothing, you know, so that's fine. (laughs) I mean, whatever it is, you have to know what works for you and not what makes you look like a human. Right, exactly. But what makes you really feel your humanity flowing. And the fact is, I got news for you. If you can't make it do that, you're not a great actor. You're not going to be a great actor. Right. Now, but you don't you don't force it; you allow it. Right. I believe that most people have a tremendous human thing that comes to the fore. I wrote, studied for years, and then wrote a book on the subject of grief of people that have lost people uh, called uh, about grief. And so I talked with so many people in grief, and I I came away just amazed at how when people have lost someone or another person's lost someone how something so human and and good comes to the surface you know there were hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of calls made after September 11th that they had recordings of and most of them 
a vast majority of them were, I'm calling to tell you I love you. I'm call- there was somebody that told his wife, if you need to remarry, it's okay. That's how much I love you. There was somebody that called and left a message for his wife saying, Honey, I don't think I'm getting out of here. I had bought us a surprise 25th anniversary vacation. Cancel it or you're going to have to pay for it. People are human beings. And I see in, in, in a very extreme place, I saw so much humanity. I can't tell you. So many things you study make you feel shittier about people. Studying grief did not. I can't believe how much people love. I can't believe how much they, you know, how gallant they would be and 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 how much they care and how much even years later they still have such a soft spot for somebody that there's still so much love. I used to tell people, look, where there's no love, there's no grief. <laughs> so if you have grief, it means it's love. And I think human beings have that. I definitely think we have that naturally. But, you know, we have to reactivate it. And you can only do that your own way. I wouldn't make a big deal about it. I wouldn't show off. You know, you may go down to a soup kitchen and look at homeless people, and that may not do anything because you may be looking at these people like they're in a zoo. You know, you may be exploiting them, and your soul may just shut down because it goes, look, you're just trying to be a human being. You know, maybe you need to apologize to somebody and go into that awkwardness. That might be the more human thing. Very often, the human stuff is a little bit awkward, and that's how you know it. That your humanity, though you retrieve your lost humanity by by going through an awkward place, you know, and saying, "Look, I was shitty, and I'm sorry," and or whatever. Or maybe it's the opposite. Maybe it's saying, "You know what? I've never been able to tell you this, but you're a bully." And you've treated me like crap. And I want it to stop. And you go, oh, 20 years. I was never able to have that awkward humanity. Well, you had it today. So, I, I mean, I don't want to get too touchy-feely, but look, this is what acting is. This is what it is. And it certainly it is when it's, when it's good. And when you see it, when you see great acting, when you see what I watched Uta Hagen or you, you watch Vanessa Redgrave, you come away and you think, not like they're great actors. You kind of feel like, I'm just not a deep enough, good enough person. I just am not. I just need to be more something. Feel more, care more, break more. Fall more. You know what I mean? Hurt more. That's what you feel when you see a really, really knock your socks off performance. It always reminds you of you know, your own lack of humanity. And that's fine. That's what you've got to keep working at. And sometimes just, you know, you, you don't, truth is not an actual thing. It's just the ridding yourself of bullshit. So you don't have to act truthful. <laughs> you just rid yourself of bullshit. So all you can do is just say, well, I'm not going to do that because that's kind of bullshit. You know, I used to do this thing where when I was, I mean, I'm always trying to do this, and I'm always trying to learn and get better. And uh, I've taken a number of different paths to do that. Um, one of them was to watch all of the Inside the Actor's Studio videos, mm-hmm. right? Um, most of it is just complete bullshit about shit that nobody cares about. 
But there are some moments that are very authentic and amazing. There are some moments where they actually talk about acting. And um, Tom Cruise, who I think is a great actor, and he's a nutcase, but like you said earlier, he's still a great actor. I mean, probably because of it. Yeah, and I I don't care. You know, people make a big deal about nutcases. Look, I know a lot of nutcases that don't even act. Right, exactly. So I know a lot of really difficult people that don't act. So I usually give an actor uh, a a break, as I said, if if they are good and if they if they can be good. Um, and and that's what you're looking for. And I think that that's why yeah they're always trying to make that happen. And again, you don't make it happen by playing truth. You make it happen by saying I want to be more less bullshitty. You know? Yeah. Well, what he said is that that he, when it comes to a scene, and he doesn't, he said he doesn't plan what he's going to do. If he feels a certain way in a scene, that's what he does. And if maybe the the scene called for, uh, or he thought it called for him to break down, if he doesn't, then that's what he does. He just doesn't. He just yeah, doesn't and I think that. you have to, I think that that is, is right, in that you have to be within a certain form. There's no question about it. But you're not running through an open field when you do a scene. But you're not walking on a tightrope either. Mm-hmm. You're walking down a sidewalk. Let me put it that way. So you have a lot of wiggle room within the sidewalk. You've got to stay on the sidewalk, though, because that's the scene. Right. And, I mean, if you're a movie star, you can do anything you want, and people will go along with it. Obviously, that, you know, there's, you know, life becomes more of an open field for movie stars, and unfortunately, sometimes it makes them worse, and they need to get back on the sidewalk, which is why they go do a play. But you do not have to walk a straight line, do you know what I mean? And I think amateurish actors walk a very straight, do the scene, this is the scene, they just walk, 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 do it, same way, same way, same way, same way. And they don't have enough of that openness and play and and wiggle room. And I think you have a lot of you have a lot of room within there. You know, um, it's it, I mean, I, the analogy would be shooting a basket. It's basically the same thing. You're not shooting a basket if you turn away from the basket and throw it at the scoreboard. But you don't have to bounce it the exact same way every time. You don't have to have your stance be the exact same thing every time, you got to kind of go with it and feel it. Does that make sense? Right, yep. And I think that's what you have to do. It's the same thing with acting. But you have to know it's still basically, look, I'm trying to get this ball in that basket. Um, But I don't always have to use the exact same motion. I have to kind of feel what's sort of right for the temperature, the day, the moment, my body, this, this, this alive actual moment. Right. You know, you want the performance to be present tense, meaning whatever it is, it's the now that it is. It's not a, a representation of a then that we did before. It's a now. It's what's happening. What is the thing happening between us now, now, now? And I think of that a lot. And I think that good actors, there's a kind of present tense quality. It's happening Whatever the important thing is, it's what's happened right in that scene and not something kind of before, you know, like that they worked on. So you have to think that's the important thing. Acting is being alive now. It's the nowness of acting that makes it great. And the only way to be in the now is to be in the now. 
So if you are too busy being in the then, what I worked on before, you're not in the now. So how do you be in the now? You just don't be in the then. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's these little things sort of, you know, force a kind of uh, openness in you. Little bits. You should try a few of these little things. Small. Don't rush it. You're not going to, you know, acting is, you learn acting in a way that is evolutionary. It's not revolutionary. You know, you don't have this thing where all of a sudden, I was a shitty actor yesterday, all of a sudden I heard something and now I'm amazing. It's it's evolutionary. You grow. You grow, you grow. You grow the way you grow in any normal growth way. You know, you you start just saying, eh, I'm not going to do that bullshit anymore. Eh, I'm going to watch what my voice does. Eh, I'm going to try to be a little bit more open um, physically to this person. Uh, That's a bullshit thing I sometimes do. I'm not going to do that. You know, and then you keep at that, you keep at that, you keep at that. And all of a sudden, you know, you start to, it's, you start to get it more. And then you feel it. And when you feel it, it's so good when you're human in a scene. It's such a great feeling. There is no reaction from an audience that is as good as the feeling of doing it. That's for certain. And anyone will tell you that. That the feeling of being, I was so swept away in that scene, that is so much greater than, oh my God, they cheered and 50 people told me I was wonderful. So that's what you, that's, that's what you are trying to have happen. Because that's what feels great. And so we are, you know, pleasure principle creatures you have to keep reminding yourself of the pleasure of what it is to be overwhelmed by humanness overwhelmed by real feeling and then have good lines to be saying and a good actor to be saying them to it's just the greatest thing it's greatest it's greatest 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 all right so i'm gonna i'm gonna throw something at you here so let's say you're going to uh, a tv audition and the scene is that you're walking into your wife cheating on you with another man. You have a you have uh, uh, flowers in your hand for your anniversary, and she's uh, having sex with another man. Now you're sitting in the waiting room. What are you doing from that time until when you walk in? And well, I actually it, what I what I mean by the now is I would not prepare that at all. I would be much more, I would do nothing and walk in. And then you go, I got to do something. Here I am. I just saw it. And I think you're going to be much more apt to have that kind of, rather than a prepared thing. I just go, and then and all of a sudden you turn, you start, start. And well, what's there? But you learn the lines. Sure, you have to know the lines, Absolutely. But you don't, you just don't, you just learn the lines. Well, let me put it this way. If you were singing a song about this, you would know the notes. You would know the lyrics. You would know the music. What would you think about before you started to sing the song? Nothing. Right. You'd just start singing. Yeah. Do you understand what I'm saying? You wouldn't be like, well, I'm ready to sing. My wife's fucking another guy. That's the first lyric. You wouldn't be thinking, now i got to concentrate. Where's my wife? Who am I? What are the flowers? You'd say, I know the music, I know the lyrics, I'm open to music, I'm open to lyrics, here goes. So you don't, you really don't plan no. any of the emotional shit? No, 
I wouldn't. I would. I mean, obviously, when you've rehearsed it, you start to see, oh, well, I am quiet for a minute and then I explode, or I am just sort of awkward and and fumble for a while, or I look away, or I don't even want to make eye contact with her. I'm so ashamed. So you've obviously you've worked on some things that kind of indicate to you where what's stimulating for you. But I wouldn't, you know, I I think you got to be leave leave yourself open. I just think it's better to do that than to, you know, um, come in with something that's now obviously if the director says I want this first line loud, you got to find a way to just go. Oh, I'm going to make it loud. <laughs> yeah, right, sure. And maybe you just say I'll make it loud, and maybe from making it loud, it it pops you into something. Mm-hmm. But I just don't think that you can make your brain do what you want it to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I really don't. So I think it's better just go in and just be like, boom, it started. What happened? Right. You know, that I right. literally would approach it like a song. Right. Now, maybe the song starts on a high note. All right, we'll sing the, sing the high note. You're going to sing the high note, yeah. but you're going to let the high note then take you somewhere else. Do you see what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're not going to say, I don't feel the high note, so I'm not doing it. But you're also not going to be like, well, I can't sing the high note unless I work my brain up into something. Go out, sing the fucking high note, and see what happens. <laughs> Let it take you someplace. In the now. And this is what you work on professionally. I think you, you, you find the sweet spot of preparation and openness and spontaneity. And most amateur actors... Uh, don't and a lot of stupid actors are spontaneous in a way that destroys the preparation, destroys the scene, and they won't be working. You do have to do the lines, the blocking, the camera moves, everything. You've got to be able to do that, and yet right. within that, you've got to be able to find life, and that's the trick. But you're looking for that sweet spot, and yeah. you have to know if you have tendencies. Your tendency is probably to be a little bit too prepared. You're a good soldier. You're a good guy. So you probably go in with the things a little bit prepared, maybe a little bit stiff, and you may need to loosen up. Yep. Somebody else, you go, uh, well, that's fine that you're trying to find all the emotion, but, you know, you got to do the fucking scene here or you're not going to get hired. Right. So it's the job of finding that sweet spot where you're playing the scene. You've definitely had some things prepared and very tight camera moves and stuff like that. But within that, there's an awful lot of room. Even if the the director says, be loud and angry. Well, there's a lot of room within loud and angry. You know? Yeah. There's a yeah. lot of room within loud and angry. You know, um, there's a movie, I think, it's called The Place Among the Pines. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And there's a scene that Ryan Gosling does, and I think he's a terrific actor. Mm-hmm. And he goes into a bank, and he's robbing the bank. And he's giving orders. So obviously he was told, you know, be really loud, give everybody orders, be in control. But his voice goes up so high that he sounds nervous, almost like a little girl almost. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was so good because, yes, it's loud and commanding and scary, but it's also terrified and he's nervous and he's awkward too. And so, yes, he was told, be loud. But there's a lot of room in there. Do you know what I mean? There's a lot. Yep. There's a lot more room than people think mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to take direction, do the scene, and yet you go look within that. I got. There's a lot of different ways to be loud. Mm-hmm. You know, 
And and so you're looking for those, the little kind of sweet spot wiggle room where you do your work, mm-hmm. you know, where an actor does their work. Um, yeah. and, and I think it's important to know that that's what you're aiming at because some classes will tell you, you know, they all talk about acting methodology and they don't always say, well, wait a minute, suppose the director says do it quick. So then you go, okay, now the director's saying do it quick. My acting teacher's telling me don't ever do it, if, if you know, unless you take out all the punctuation or whatever the fuck. You've got to be able to balance all these constituencies. It's how can I be in that fraught situation, difficult situation, lots of preparation, hard shit to do, very exact, lines, a director that's told me to do certain things, and yet within there, where is my room to be human and yeah. in now? And, and and it's your ability to make those things happen. And that will be the person that gets the job because they say, oh, my God, they did the scene. But they br- they'll always say they brought something to the scene no one else did. And if I – watch that moment when he's robbing a You'll see what I mean. It's almost too much. It is – all you need to do is see that and you think this is a great actor. Yeah. Right. This is a great actor because he just brings another part of being that nervous robber that is, I mean, is you know, I don't know what his first auditions were, but I'm sure people said that. And yet it would be different if he didn't do the scene right or he didn't yell and he didn't grab the thing the way he was supposed to. You know, so that's your job professionally is to say, how can I, where is my room for my stuff? Right that I can bring to it, but not have it not, you know, be the task at hand, which is I'm being hired to do something. So you gave me some advice on this Empire audition that I had earlier this year. And we went over the script, and you told me, you know, basically, I mean, you gave me this structure, and I was asking you very specific questions where I just said, okay, I'm just going to do that. I'm just going to do that exactly. I don't have to think about the structure of what I'm doing and thus, I was able to just be me and just like, right. say it right. the Right, because you don't want to have to look saying. like you're showing preparation. The reason right. that you do this stuff is so that you are free to think. You don't right. prepare so that it forces you to be pre- thinking while you're acting. In some right. ways, that may be a good definition of preparation. It's what makes you free to not have to think. Yeah. when you're on stage. So the example would be driving. I mean, nobody thinks when they're driving, I put the key in, I turn, I make a left, I put my blinker on. It all happens naturally. And so I do think when you work on a scene, like Michael Caine said, he always does the physical stuff very exactly and practices. He says in his hotel room, put the cup down on this line. He does all that because he knows in a film that really matters. Mm-hmm. So he knows all that physical stuff, knows exactly when the cup's going down, boom, boom, boom. I find it's really important to have your lines memorized, and I don't think anybody's memorized enough. I really don't. They're usually thinking on the line, and you can tell it in their tone of voice. Mm-hmm. So if mm-hmm. I just said what I just said to you, and I'm think, it would be me saying, they're usually thinking on the line. That's how it sounds. That I'm right. thinking of what I'm saying when it's coming. Instead of I'm just, I'm not thinking of what I'm coming, when it's, I'm saying. I'm not. It's just playing out. Yeah. You see what I mean? Yep. So I think people are not memorized enough. I think you cannot be too memorized. I swear to yeah. God. Yeah, right. You know, right. Uh, do it. 
every which away, every possible, just make sure you have that stuff down. And then it, it does. It, it it obviously allows you a you know a certain kind of freedom. Look, look, we're are we're going to have a much nicer conversation if you're driving right now with me to a place you've been a hundred times, than if you're driving to a place you haven't ever been. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be open to me chatting if you're thinking about where you're going. Mm-hmm. So preparation should be very technical. Mm-hmm. We, you know, we always think actors are taught to think of technical as a bad word. No, prepare technically. Don't prepare. Do all this emotional stuff because that may not be there when you're prepare right. technically, and then see what happens in the now. Yeah, yeah. And it'll teach you. You're not going to be an actor if you can't be in the now. And if your if your emotions continue to shut down in the auditions, well, then you're not supposed to be. You're not an actor. What can I tell you? If you said to me, I, you know, I, I want to be a professional golfer, but every time I, I get in front of people, I can't golf. Well, I got new. <laughs> don't do it. You know, not everybody has to be an actor. So you know, make make yourself uh, aware of that. Say, I got to just open myself humanly. And if having to do lines and blocking is going to shut you down, well, your acting teacher may think that's fine, but they're not hiring you. So you do have to be able to do the job, and yet. There's 59 people auditioning for the job. So who are they going to give it to? They're going to give it to the person that is able to do everything they asked and still bring their humanity to it. And that's the job. And and, and I think knowing that actually becomes really important because then you're not at a loss for how do you work on your acting. Right. A lot of actors are like, I tried this, I go here, and they do this one technique, another person does this. They tell me I should have to do this, and someone else, it's a new kind of a thing where you do breathing. You've got to know what the thing is. It's always so ethereal. Yeah, and and it's, I always think it's, I think of it more like music or more like sports, which is, okay, the job is you throw the ball and it has to get there. Or in music, which is, okay, here are the notes, you've got to play them. You know, that's what has to happen. Thank you for listening to Action. If you like this podcast, please rate it on iTunes. If you'd like to find out more about me, go to lee-foster.com. That's L-E-I-G-H-F-O-S-T-E-R.com. Click the Notes to an Actor link in the upper right-hand corner to find out more or to purchase Ron Morosco's book. I cannot recommend it enough.